There we go. All mm-hmm. right. I'm good. Yes, welcome to October 3rd. Welcome to. <coughs> Damn it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's, I'm taking it. Roll credit. Run you know fame. What? Oh my god. After so many years <laughs> of trying to perfect my my vocals, if I try and do anything with a rasp, it's gone. I need to drink six gallons of water so I can be quite hydrated before that happens. Otherwise it just goes downhill quick. Right. Oh my god. It is October third, nineteen ninety-two. I am Dom. And I am Fan. Here we are channeling the midlife crisis watching early nineties syndicated professional wrestling with Saturday morning superstars. Fan, we're in parts unknown. Where the hell are we? We are still in Hershey Park Arena. God. I thought Damn it. That's what I keep saying. I was like, God damn, these poor people have seen so much They're in the still last there. four weeks. They're still there. You know, just an overview of this entire episode. Some of these matches I thought were some of the better thought out matches. Yeah. So usually when we see like the fourth week at some venue, it's like the leftovers. Yeah, they're not happy to see anybody. They're like, no. and now coming to the ring, reincarnated Jesus. And they're like, yeah. <laughs> Yay. Yeah, I want to go home. So I want to go home at this point. We knew this happened because we lived it. Yeah. But it just seems like these four weeks had so much packed into it that these people, this audience, must be exhausted. There's a kid later in the show that is just zonked out. You know, <laughs> well, we know you, why. Yeah, it's just like <laughs> they've been there for three and a half weeks. <laughs> they haven't left. Not, you know, we see tents in the background. The Hershey it's- Police Department has 25,000 missing person reports. <laughs> They can't seem to find these people. (laughs) Businesses are shut down. Like, no one reported to work. (laughs) They've been gone for so long. Yeah. They're going to come out of here and be like, what? Wait, we missed four weeks. (laughs) (laughs) The local churches are like, it's the rapture. (laughs) It's the end time. Losing people. (laughs) Yeah, because. Oh, my God. Like, yeah. when did the title really change? Like, wasn't it September 2nd? It, yeah, it would have been September. Well, when was um, when was SummerSlam? Like the 31st or some yeah, such Yeah, it was shit. still in August. And yeah. this happened technically the night after SummerSlam. Right. All the stuff that went down the, the on night, this episode. It, the night after it aired in the States. Yeah. So it was the Tuesday after that. So we're looking at October 3rd. We're looking at a full month later. We're still in Hershey. We're still in Hershey. <laughs> yes. Now we did get that carryover episode that they taped before SummerSlam happened, but we're yeah. showing you Hershey results anyway. Yes. I think the two episodes actually after SummerSlam were still in Huntsville, Alabama. Right. Which was recorded on August 10th. 
if my memory serves correct. I think you're close. So technically, if we're going on real time, <laughs> which is not WWF time, right? these didn't start airing until the third week of September. We might be in Hershey again next week. There's a possibility. Holy crap. There's a there's a damn good possibility. After getting a actual new recut post SummerSlam opening credit sequence, we get a cold open, we don't get it. We don't get any opening sequence at all. No opening music, just straight into the cold open interview with Razor Ramon. Gene is on the podium and doing his best Latino accent. <laughs> so at this show, Macho mm-hmm. comes out wounded from SummerSlam. Mm-hmm. Razor comes out mm-hmm. and they get into an altercation. Then you got so, the match where Macho loses the title and Razor comes out and, and kind of spoils it for him. Then see? you get the... the Then you get the interview of Macho post-match after he lost his title, Mm -hmm. bringing the Ultimate Maniacs together. Then you got Ric Flair, woo, look at me, I won the title. And now you got Razor making fun of Macho for losing the title. Mm -hmm. This happened in the span of, I would say, four hours. Four hours at Hershey. (laughs) Four hours of Hershey. They've seen all of this go down. I'd be just leaving this show just... You know, my eyes popping out of my head saying, what the hell did I just watch? It's like got to be like a time warp for them. It is. Absolutely. Gene, Gene gets to do nothing. No. Gene's like, hey, it's Razor. And he's like, shut up. Shut up. Man. <laughs> this, this is my interview. You don't get to ask me a goddamn thing, Chico. <laughs> That's right. Oh, my God. Did you see Gene's tie? He's wearing Jeffrey the giraffe. <laughs> it's like. I was a Toys R Us kid, but now with Gene having Jeffrey's remains on his side, <laughs> yeah. I'm, I'm not so sure. The place went bankrupt and Gene's like, I'll wear them. <laughs> Gene was ahead of his time. He yeah. knew they were going down. He's like, I'll take the skins. <laughs> so we get a not so interview with Razor Ramon. It's a promo. It is a promo. It's basically a promo. We get a little bit of Vince and a little bit of Perfect as Razor is coming out. So if you want to call it our opening, because Vince is welcoming everybody and Perfect says that Razor is sliding up to the podium. Yes. Which goes with the whole oozing machismo thing. And, and I am not on board. You're <laughs> not on board with that. Dude. I am not Oily, on board with this. I just I, I picture Razor like walking up with just like a slug mark after <laughs> oozing oozing all the way up gene goes down the podium he slips <laughs> waiting for the commercial break where they have some elderly medicine company like are you oozing much <laughs> and they like yes. list the side effects of taking the medicine it's oh even worse than oozing yes. machismo yes side effects include the condition known as hot dog fingers <laughs> i remember hot dog fingers <laughs> I love how Razor's like, I got gold. You don't have your gold anymore. That's because you ruined the match for him. (laughs) Where now has the gold? And now you're fighting a guy with no gold, so you can only win nothing. You get nothing out of this bargain. Yeah. I don't think this was thought through. Just working against his own interests, which is just dumb. We get high voice Vince as as Razor Ramoka. Yeah, there's a lot of high voice vents on this one. They're shooting the hell out of Tron 1.0. Oh, yeah. They love the new Tron. Yeah. They don't even have enough graphics for it. When the person comes out, all they have is like their wrestling challenge logo that Mm -hmm. they show behind, like doing the Sean Mooney stuff. They don't have a video package yet for any of this stuff. No. So it does replays. 
But as far as the entrance, hasn't gotten that video component. Like imagine the Undertaker's thing now. It's all the video package. Oh, yeah. The video package is more than his matches. <laughs> Razor's calling out Randy. Where's your gold? Oh, this is funny. Yeah. You had Gene trying to hold the microphone up yes. so Razor can talk. Razor has his toothpick, and the microphone keeps on getting stuck on Razor's toothpick. It's getting stabbed. <laughs> He's got to get those fat toothpicks. Those won't get stuck in there. He says, look at me, man. I know limping. <laughs> You did a lot of that. I know limping. Yeah. Uh, where's your gold? You not just lose your gold, you're going to lose your mind. But it's the Macho Man Randy Savage. He's like, already lost it. Macho <laughs> Madness. That was his gimmicks from the start. I'm totally crazy, you know? <laughs> I'm spinning in circles. Oh, like, yeah. Rises to the top. The f-ing cauldron when he's in the arena with Gene and Gene's like, here we are in an empty arena, and it's like <laughs> Macho just realized it. <laughs> looking around. I'm like shit, I'm what? not drawing. Yes. I'm gonna pull the belt off of me. Well, this week we shall have the Undertaker. Yes. Nails. Mm-hmm. The natural disasters. Yeah. And Rick Martell. The model model and within two minutes and 20 seconds not only did we have an interview a Mm -hmm. preview of this week we introduced to the announcing team but we already have the start of the crush match two minutes and 20 seconds nice that is efficient that's efficiency at its best we're seeing crush versus dwayne gill gilberg the second week of kona crush the second week of kona crush kona crush is back looking bigger than ever coming down the aisle to lots of kids giving him the crush yeah yeah lots of crushing going on someone made a glitter crush sign that looks really good like they cut it out and it's his mm-hmm. logo and they did it in glitter everybody's got their favorite and some person's like i'm gonna spend some time on the <laughs> arts and crafts i got the cricket we're gonna go and we're gonna make nice. a really good crush sign what's up with gilbert yeah he's got kind of newish look yeah he's got this. long hair his skullet is long yeah he's got the long blonde hair he's got a little little bit of a, a foo going on yeah it's connected up real weird like he's some kind of president from the 1830s <laughs> I think that was his main goal. Yeah. We had a red tight last week that had like this ridiculous knee brace that almost was the length of his leg. And Mm -hmm. now Gilbert's wearing it. Yeah. All the red tights are getting injured. (laughs) Getting their ass kicked. I can't do a ninth match at Hershey. (laughs) I'm dying over here. Get your ass out there now. Take this knee brace. Vince, I've had 24 matches (laughs) today. Get out there. God damn it. We need you. We need you, pal. Uh, meanwhile, Crush is coming down. He's got suntan from hell over here. They even <laughs> mention it. Like he's in the best shape of his life, and Dwayne Gill is falling apart at the seams. Yeah, he is. They are really, really, I think, trying to make Crush into the new Hogan. I said that. I wrote that down. Like they got the Hogan leg drop, and mm-hmm. at the tail end, Vince is like, "I think Crush could be world champion." Like, yeah, I think that might have been a goal. Because a lot of his moves are very similar. He's a little quicker than Hogan ever would have been. But it's showing his power, even in his picture-in-picture, because we get the picture-in-picture of Crush. He says brother. I don't know if he caught that or not, but of course he's got his accent going because, by the way, he's from Hawaii. Yeah, I mean, that's the only part that makes me think, why would you pigeonhole his gimmick? Because he was much broader when he was just doing the, uh, when I was a little boy. Yeah. I like yeah. crush things bullshit. But you're pigeonholing him into like this surfer dude. Yeah, he would eat the surfboard. 
What says Hawaii about him besides this accent that they've given him now? They could have gone over the top. Let's, let's give him a grass skirt and have him throw fire. <laughs> but he come out with spam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he has the championship look of the late 80s, early 90s. He can mm-hmm. bring have filled that Hogan look kind of thing. Maybe that was his attempt to get some personality. Yeah, because the original gimmick wasn't getting over as much as they had hoped, or at least mm-hmm. as quickly as they hoped. They needed something. We get the pre-med Vince. Pre-med Vince is in the house with Touch of Grey's Anatomy. Dun, dun, dun. He does a Hogan leg drop, like we're talking about Hogan, but it's yeah. more on his chestal area. A chestal? Chestal area. I have a chestal area. <laughs> you have a chestal? Yeah, I do. Check that. They do. that look I there. think we all do. Everybody wow. at home, grab your chestal area. <laughs> something in the notes like I did. There was a, a new move where he punches the dude outside of the ring. Yeah. Crush is on the inside of the ring. Dwayne Gill's in the corner. Mm-hmm. Crush punches him. Dwayne flies out over the top rope onto the floor. Yes. Crush has to go get his ass. Yeah. <laughs> French presses it over his head and throws yeah. Dwayne Gill over the top rope. Which, according to Vince, he has never seen that before. And I believe Perfect says that's at least 10 feet. <laughs> yes. The tilt the world backbreaker, I think, is his best move. He does that. Yeah, that, that one did look good. I did have that one written down here. But it just seemed like this whole match was Dwayne Gill just selling the hell out of everything, trying to make it look as vicious as possible. This is probably the best red tight show that we've ever seen. Oh, yeah. Oh, it's yeah. all A-plus red tights. I agree. You don't have the off-the-street dude ever in this mm-hmm. show. They're all decent wrestlers, either guys that we've like are always on the circuit or there's one dude I'd never seen before, but he's pretty good. Too. He's the weakest of them, but he looked like a guy who could have been a guy. Yeah. Everybody looked good. In this it one. also made me think it's a Hogan kind of thing. They had crush pose at the end. He started doing poses. Uh-huh. Yeah. I don't think they can do that as an audience member. Even in the early nineties, I would be like, nah, you're biting off a Hogan's thing. I mean, it gets real ridiculous when people trying to bite your style. You know what I'm saying? You know, that's not going to work. Who are you trying to be? It's weird because, yeah. like, the biggest Hogan imitator, I think, was the Ultimate Warrior. Because mm-hmm. the whole thing was, I'm going to no sell while I'm shaking the ropes, just like Hogan was no selling on his big mm-hmm. comeback. And I'm going to pose at the end. He had his old Hogan rip, but it was different enough. That's the only thing Crush is missing, like the absolute no sell yeah. against, like, a real guy. He hasn't fought yeah. anybody. No. We only saw him fight Repo, and that was a squash match. They tried to make that a squash match for him to make him seem more powerful, I guess. Yeah, we haven't really seen an honest-to-God crush match. He needs a story, because the Repo match was just thrown together. There was no story there. It was just, you're going to fight him at SummerSlam. And he needs something to lead up to a match. But you can't just do it off of his personality because that's not working. That's got to be difficult, right? You got this new guy, you're trying to build him up. You can't make him look weak. So how are you going to give him an opponent that's a threat? Because you're going to have to have that like initial beat down. Mm-hmm. Like the nails beating up the boss man and then boss man comes back. Yeah, But exactly. how do you do that to a new guy that you're establishing without making him look like he just went out like a punk? Yeah, he needs somebody. He needs like a Mountie. Yeah, to zap him. Like that. Yeah. Or, yeah. I think that would work. Anyway, towards the end of the match, Crush pops Gilbert's head like a pimple. Oh, yeah. We get it once again, lots more crushing in the audience. I really would love to have been there and see if they had an agent telling people to do that for the camera. Or if it was just a natural thing, like there's Crush and people are kind of into it. People got got used to that. I believe he used to do that in the ring, too. Yeah, he would do Yeah. In preparation for his finishing move. 
Nails is next. Nails is up. We get a shadow. Yes. Silhouette nails. Which I thought was kind of creepy, but then I kind of thought about it and I was like, okay, how long was nails just standing there <laughs> in the shadow? Are they going to use the spotlight? Yeah. When do I go? Do I go? Yeah. Do yeah. I go when the light hits me or what's going on? Dude, go. Go. <laughs> They're announcing you now. Oh, okay. Now I'm supposed to move. At six minutes, 48 seconds into the episode. Mm-hmm. A child has died, oh. probably from starvation, after being <laughs> trapped in Hershey for 11 and a half weeks during this taping. This poor kid's out. Oh, no. As a dad, we have seen this. We have seen, like, okay, we, we, we've we gone too far. The kids have no energy at all. Yeah. Their little boy is yeah, just well, gone. I'm sorry. We didn't realize it was going to be this long. You don't. <laughs> you don't. Because when we got the card for our show... Three matches. Why are we going to drive all the way to State College for three Three matches? matches. Two and a half years later, we left with 14 (laughs) credits. We spent an entire semester. I know. (laughs) Uh, I had no idea I was majoring in wrestling watching (laughs) that year. Majoring in fandom. Yeah. Oh, goodness. He's fighting Gus something. Gus Kentarkis, I believe that is how that is pronounced. Kentarkis, which apparently is his real name, because that's what they have on the IWDB. Well, no one's Uh, picking that as their stage name. (laughs) All right. Uh, I wouldn't pick something else, please. Killer Kowalski's wrestling school is like, who do you want to be? Gus? (laughs) Gus. Gus what? Um... (laughs) Karalski? No, let's go with Kantarkis. Kantarkis sounds bad. Kantarkis. Yeah. I can see it now. Kantarkis. It's chantable. Perfect. Yes. It's got a rhythm to it. Yeah. Gus has 18 TV matches. Wow. That's not bad. Yeah, it's not bad. 18 weeks. Yeah. Of course, a lot of defeats in that 18. But, you know. We might be seeing him uh, a few times coming up. Not after this one. This is like Chocapalooza. Well, it is. Yeah, I actually wrote down every single move in this match. But before we get into this, once again, what we had been saying since uh, Nails showed up in WWF, how does Jack Tunney allow this man here is the only (laughs) place that he can legally beat up people. That's what Perfect says. I'm like, oh, okay. It's a purge. (laughs) The yeah. WWF in 1992 is a purge. Yeah. You can go there. You can do whatever you want. Punishment free. Apparently what happens in WWF stays in WWF. Yeah. I don't even know why the ref is there. He's like, don't use the closed fist. You can get off yeah. of him in five seconds. No. And uh, none of that, that matters. Doesn't matter. No, not in this one. Hey. We get choke, choke, throw, choke, rip the jaw, <laughs> choke, the jaw. <laughs> boot, boot to the throat <laughs> clothesline wow yes saw, he does yeah. an actual clothesline in this he throws him against the rope and comes off with a clothesline wow uh and then we end with a choke finish that's the whole match the whole match how did he get a job like I, anybody, I, anybody anybody could, could be anybody nailed could, yeah Right, it didn't have to be this guy. All you yeah, need is yeah. a is a jumpsuit and a dude. I wouldn't mind if he was a brawler. Yeah, sure, he shouldn't know how to wrestle. I get that. That's mm-hmm. part of his character. He's a convict. Mm-hmm. He's not. A, he's not someone trained in wrestling. I don't expect to see him do like Juventud 
shit. <laughs> but, but, that would be quite unexpected. Yeah. Just he goes up to the top rope. Does some it's a criminal wall. luchador. Yes. <laughs> now we know why he wears the mask. Oh. <laughs> yeah. Uh, it's the worst luchador mask of all time. Yes, it's just like, exactly. a, like a domino mask. Yeah. Uh, or, or one of those president's masks that rob a bank. <laughs> That's his luchador mask, a Bill Clinton thing. Um, start teaming up with the Repo Man. But yeah. like a brawler would make sense. Yeah, even after the match is over, still chokes. Perfect calls it a really effective sleeper hold, which I thought was interesting because he was saying earlier how Crush's finisher should be outlawed. Well, but yeah. this is a really effective sleeper hold. So clearly a bias there. A little bit. I think yeah. I think he's supposed to be the heel announcer. Oh, oh, see, I never get that. I'd love to see the 180 because he's going to have to be a good guy pretty soon when the warrior flakes. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. So we got Hogan disappearing. Mm-hmm. Warrior's on the way out. We're going to lose a lot of these big guys because of the steroid thing. He's going to go smaller. Mm-hmm. And speaking of smaller... <laughs> <laughs> coming yeah. to you from 1978 1978 let's just get this out of the way bob Backlund's coming back right so we get a retrospective of his career as he was the champion for six years yes and they show shots from the 1970s and the early <laughs> 1980s there yeah. here's my question mm-hmm. you're correct in saying okay hogan's going out Macho's going out. Warrior's going out. It seems like we're getting rid of a lot of the older wrestlers. Let's go even older. Yeah. Which <laughs> I thought he was going to go younger with like Bret Hart and Shawn Michaels. Let's go older and bring back Bob Backlund. And not only let's go older, but let's emphasize yes. that we are going older by showing clips from 1978. This is 14 years ago right? at this point, and pushing the fact that Bob Backlund is 43 years old. I was having a little bit of difficulty with this mm-hmm. because I remember looking at this thing going, wow, last time this guy was big, I was three. Yeah. And then I'm looking at Bob, and mm-hmm. Bob looks kind of young. Because yeah. we're older than Bob now. <laughs> <laughs> like, Bob looks great. Of Bob course he does. Great for He's younger than us. He's younger than us. God damn it, Bob. God damn it. <laughs> like, yeah, he Bob looks like he's about 30, I would say. He looks young. Yeah. And I remember watching this and going, who's this old fart? <laughs> and then I'm looking at him now. He's as old as AJ Styles. Yeah. Bobby Lashley is older than this <laughs> motherfucker. Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. It's unreal. So they're pushing that he's coming back and he wants the title. He's going right after the title. Yeah. I think Vince hasn't really gotten hit to what we're going to find out soon enough is the 90s are all about like over the top anti hero. Mm hmm. Like badasses. You want to see the bad guy beat up the villain even worse, like Punisher kind of stuff. Yeah. As opposed to the. Oh, gee, shucks, I'm going to play by the rules. He still uh, thinks a baby face should be an ultra baby face and not yeah. Stone Cold or Kevin Nash. Yeah, it didn't and, really click until later. Yeah, and let's bring stuff. back the ultimate good guy. Let's bring back friggin' Opie Cunningham in wrestling. <laughs> yeah. Little Opie Cunningham. <laughs> Little Opie Cunningham. <laughs> Opie Cunningham. <laughs> 
<laughs> That's a good way to put it, because he looks like Opie. He is. Yeah, he does look like Opie. But he says he wants to be champ again, and oddly enough, he does it. Yeah. He's the transitional champ between Kevin Nash. So it's not going to happen for a while, I would assume. No, it's because it's, well, we've got Brett coming up. We got a long way to go. Like, cause yeah, like got Diesel's Brett's not even run, in there. Hogan interrupts Brett's run. You got yeah. Yoko's run. That's right. Brett finally takes over and, and, and conquers Yoko at WrestleMania 10. And yeah. then in between 10 and 11, Owen goes and messes okay. it up for him and he loses the title to Backlund. Okay. So, yeah, it's a while. So, it's a, that's a good year and a half away, I would say. Yeah, because we have to have Opie over here coming back at 43 and have it not work. And yeah. Vince going, all right, well, let's make him a lunatic and ridiculous. Yeah. Because it's evil Backlund that beats Brett. Gotcha. Awesome. And loses to Face Nash. I'm here for that. I'm here for that. <laughs> yes. Yes. Anyway, we get the video package and we are out of there. We come back to an Undertaker towel. Yes, the huge beach towel. The huge Undertaker beach towel that these I would have bought. Huge item. <laughs> Everybody had been. these freaking ridiculous beach towels. <laughs> I remember that merch. Yeah, they they go to a little bit of a replay from two weeks ago when Kamala was in the ring and Paul Bearer comes down with the coffin. Mm-hmm. We get to see that again. Kamala freak out and run out through the crowd, which is always fun. He's the best act in wrestling. He's awesome. He's <laughs> all the cast. Awesome. He's like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I think best. he should have taken out a couple of like audience members on the way too. Should have. It's awesome. Yeah. The replay package leads to the Undertaker gong. Of course. And this is when I really noticed that the Tron just isn't really ready for prime time because all it has is like the little Undertaker logo. Oh, yeah. That that's like the only graphic they got. We got yeah. signs. We got Ooh. tombstones, the foam oh. tombstones. You could, we got beach blankets. Yeah. We got hats. Have our hats. We got some hats now. We got some hats now, motherfuckers. We got some hats. It's Undertaker <laughs> hat. Our performance hats. <laughs> You don't want your undertakers under the sun beating down all day. <laughs> they would work in the hot sun all day. <laughs> yes, not even a babushka. You know, with the sun beating down on hatless. I mean, not even a babushka. No, protect him. That's why his <laughs> hair's red. <laughs> He's got merch, man. Yeah, he does. He is hot and he will continue to be. One of our favorite red tights. Ah, uh, yes. We have Vaughn. Cruz, Juan Cruz, coming out, yes, in his Greco-Roman singlet. Yes, Von Cross. Dude, he he looks like he. Yes, it's a great name, and he looks like a wrestler. We have a plus red tights today. We do. I was very happy with it. I was more excited to see some of the red tights. How many times am I going to watch the same Undertaker match? But yeah. here's Von Kress. <laughs> like Yay. Under- yeah, Von Kress gets to get all of Undertaker's same moves. That's right. He starts with a new one. He ties Von Kress in the rope to start him up. Yeah, he does the ropes, but then it's his traditional under-the-chin chop, which right. Vince calls an uppercut. I guess. I guess, but it's like a chop uppercut <laughs> yeah, that yeah. he always does. Lots of Undertaker signs. ABC, always be closing. A, always B, B, C, closing. Always be closing. Uh, Superstars 7? Yes. Did I hear that right? Superstars 7 magazine available. Yeah, the, 
the picture in the picture wasn't a picture in a picture. It was an ad for Superstar 7 magazine. Yeah. I don't remember Superstars magazine. And I was on the lookout for all the shit. I used to buy all the crap. So how many magazines do they have at this point? They've got the calendar. They've got the Superstars magazine. They had posters mag. They have posters, Superstars. Yeah. They have the regular one. Oh I just goodness. subscribed to the regular one. And I'd also pick up the like the Pro Wrestling Illustrated ones, which is really cool because you can see the results of all the house matches. Oddly nice. enough, they were all the same. <laughs> we get a few of the Undertaker moves in this, but not all of them. No old school. No. We get the super high flying clothesline, which I love. Yeah, I love that one. Sometimes it looks like he's going to fly over him. He's going to make sure that the guy's not too short. Otherwise, he's just going to keep going. We get the tombstone, but yeah, Mm -hmm. none of the mid moves. And I really wish I'd see what we saw when we were doing the blow off show where he would scoot out of the way of somebody's uh, attack. Oh, yes. (laughs) Yeah, the moonwalk. Michael Jackson moonwalk. Sidestep. Yeah. That's awesome. Always good. We get Baby Taker. Baby Taker. There's this Baby Taker cosplayer. It's Aww. like this little three-year-old girl completely decked out in an Undertaker outfit. Oh, nice. Yeah, and because of the haircut, it, lo- it looks like a baby black closed version of a Clockwork Orange Kid. Oh. It's creepy. Dressing like the Undertaker is becoming a thing. I would have dressed like the Undertaker. I did dress like the Undertaker. <laughs> Black trench coat on. Mm-hmm. They do the body bag bit. Yes, they do. I love that. And I didn't realize, I don't know if this was always a thing with the body bag. Well, first of all, with the body bag in there, perfect saying that you can't breathe in that body bag, which I thought was kind of funny because it's supposed to be dead. Yeah, it's okay with it. <laughs> yes. It's just like, then, I know. Great. Yeah, Vince calls it a Ziploc storage bag, but I didn't see one blue and one yellow side on it. Yeah, that, how so you know? I don't know if it's sealed without the yeah, yellow. I'm not blue quite sure. Be, I'm if it had the little sure. plastic zipper that they come out yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. That was, that was not correct. But here's the thing with the body bag. Like, okay, so I remember him putting them in the body bag. Did he always carry them back? Yeah, he carries them back. I didn't realize he did that. I feel like I'd get rid of this gimmick fast. God, and she wanted me to like carry his ass back. Like, yeah, some of these red tights are pretty heavy. You yeah, can do I it, know, pal. Right? He didn't do that to like the giant Gonzalez. No. <laughs> hey, buddy, you're gonna fight earthquake, and I want you to do the body bag gimmick. <laughs> carry his ass out. Oh, no, like, God damn it. <laughs> no, gonna break the Undertaker. <laughs> After he ziplocks the guy, mm-hmm. Undertaker jumps in midair just to stomp on the body bag. Yes, guy. stomps on the body bag and then carries him out. Which would be that. funny if he actually thought he was dead and Von Crust started moving around. He's like, holy shit! Puts <laughs> 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 him down and starts beating him more yeah. until he stops moving, making sure. <laughs> All right, he's good now. Okay. Oh, good. <laughs> Ica Pro is bringing us the event center. Sean Mooney back in the event center. They brought us Ica Pro, but I don't know if they did the tagline. Did they say for everybody who cares about their body? They mentioned it once. I don't. I think it was here. They do a couple other Ica Pro spots, but they don't use that tagline. Yeah. First promo. Oh, old yeah. Kamala. Oh yeah. We get the Kamala promo with the new Kamala background. Yes. And Whippleman, of course, yelling at the screen. Everything's good. And I was like, okay, this is everything I expect a Kamala promo to be with 
Kamala doing his usual mugging at the camera, kind of reaching out for it a couple of it's times. Like peekaboo with it. Yeah, he hides behind like the, the shield and then pops back out and then hides behind the shield. So I decided for this particular promo, uh, watch just kimchi the entire <laughs> time. I was like, what's kimchi doing during this? And he's just like holding his hands up against Kamala. Like he's trying to, I don't know if he's trying to calm him, trying to soothe him da- down, yes, but like what is kimchi actually doing? For this guy because clearly kamala is crazy and is just gonna do whatever the hell he wants kimchi really has no purpose why doesn't kimchi scare the shit out of kamala yeah he's he wearing this blacked out faced man yeah it's like a reverse skeleton and he's soothing kamala kamala should be nervous as fuck around yeah. this guy <laughs> exactly dude has no face <laughs> where's his face <laughs> Maybe that's why he's making those noises. Kimchi's the one that's scaring the shit out of him. Yeah, that was everything you expect a Kamala episode to be. We follow that up with Jim Duggan. I was like, where's Duggan been? And that's the first thing he says in his promo. Where have I been? (laughs) I'll tell you where I've been. (laughs) Yeah, so apparently, because we haven't been watching primetime. Right. I guess he commentates on primetime. Yeah, he's explaining where he's been because he's not yeah. on superstars all that much. Yeah. And I was hoping for a much better story. Like, oh, here's Hacksaw Jim Duggan. I, I've been gone for a while. Let me tell you where I've been. <laughs> well, I was on the road with the Iron Sheik, and we got caught doing drugs. And I was locked up for about 30 days. So that's why you didn't see me in the month of July. But in August, I got caught in Vegas with some hookers. And I don't know what happened after that. There was a lot of blow. And then next thing I know, it's October 3rd. And uh, I'm here doing promos, but that's where I've been. <laughs> this is not even a promo. This is, well, this is a promo, but it's not for him. This is a promo for the other WWF shows and to go and vote. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. He's not fighting anybody. He just wants you to watch everything and go vote. Well, 92 was an election year. Clinton's it was. about to win. Laverne is up. Yeah, I, uh, apparently Laverne is a guy's name. Um, it is not. Because that, by the way, uh, for this guy, it was. Uh, Laverne McGill mm-hmm. is facing the Repo Man, and Laverne has eight matches to his name under the names Larry McGill. Okay. So I kind of like Larry McGill a little bit better, but he also did Laverne Gill, which you can't do because you already Dwayne's have Dwayne like, Gill. Yo. <laughs> I don't have much, man. Yeah. That'd yeah. be funny if he rolled with it and Dwayne's like, you know what? You could take it. I'll be Dwayne something else. Yeah. And this motherfucker becomes Gilbert. Gilbert. <laughs> <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> but he also went under the name of Sledgehammer. Sledgehammer's See, all right. That's what he should have been using. Sledgehammer McGill. Yeah. Sledgehammer and Crush. We got Laverne and he's going to be facing Repo. Have you noticed like Repo is always on the same show as Crush? That's possible. Yeah, they're always on the same show. Well, it seems like they've got like a, a rotation because there's, there's like, to me, there's like an on week and an off week of like good wrestlers versus not so good wrestlers. Yeah. Mid card like, and, and to upper mid card. Yeah. Yeah. That kind of thing. And I feel like this was not the good week. And since there's an A and a B squad, if you just watched every other week, like, yeah. Wow. WWF sucks right now. <laughs> All they got is Crush and Repo, man. Crush and Repo, man. We got a few good matches this week. That's right. Laverne looks like he could take Repo like yeah. in a real fight. Laverne's <laughs> a big guy, and he's got he some is. real gear. He's a little red tight in red tights. Yes. 
but he doesn't do anything. We get some really great red tights in this show. Mm-hmm. And he's the one who has zero offense, nothing. He does nothing. Yeah. He just sits stands there and gets his ass kicked. Yeah, he just kind of lays down for repo for this whole thing. There's a drop kick miss that he does. That's his best mm-hmm. move where yeah. Repo gets out of the way of his drop kick. And this guy was horizontal, six feet in the air. And then he just falls down because Repo wasn't there to be hit. That move actually posed a question. I had never thought of this before, but with the drop kick, if you hit the person with a drop kick, you're perfectly fine. Right. If you miss the person with a drop kick, you are hurt. Right. Yeah, you're basically doing the same thing. Yeah, the end result for you is Either. always the same. <laughs> Is always the same. You're going to land on the mat. Yes, you are going to land on the mat. It's not like you're landing on the dude and that's cushioning your fall. You're always landing on the mat. Yeah. But this should have actually hurt him less. Yeah, exactly. The physics of that just does not add up. I think it's headbutt physics. If it's your idea to hit some mm-hmm. guy's head with your head, you're okay. But if yeah. some guy headbutts you where his head hits your head, you're the one. In- it's whoever had the idea to headbutt the other is safe. I guess. <laughs> They call Repo a master of disguise. No, he's not. And Vince is like, I've never seen anyone like him. I'm like, it's Smash! (laughs) It's Smash. He's like a two-time tag team champion. You've been seeing him since the late 80s. Yeah. (laughs) You know who he is. Uh, Let me put him in an outfit you'll remember him in, Vince. Yeah. Remember this outfit? Your birthday? Oh, wait. 1978 (laughs) at Club 54? Now do you remember Smash? Ah, wait, turn around. (laughs) (laughs) Now I remember. Hey, here's something that Vincent Perfect did that I haven't heard them do for quite a while. Call a match. They did more match calling in this show than I think ever before. Usually they announce the wrestlers and they go straight into some plug for something else that's going on. But they're actually calling this match. Yeah, and they still manage to talk about everything else going on at the same time. They're talking about other stuff going on in the Federation, but they're calling every move. It's hard to tell a story for Repo. Like, you can call his match, but you can't, like, build a story off of him, because who's he fighting? No, he's not fighting anybody at this point. A lot of these guys, like, Crush doesn't really have somebody to fight, so you can't tell the story of Crush and why he's going to get revenge on somebody or whatever. You can't talk about how Repo hung Bulldog anymore. That's, like, three feuds ago. So I don't even remember that one. Yeah, who's he fighting? So I guess you can only call the match because you don't have any story to tell with these guys. Unless there's something else major going on, but I think they've told the death out of like every other story. They cue two things at the end of this. One, that they're going to be talking to Jimmy Hart about who is the true number one contender. Mm-hmm. For the My favorite storyline as of right now. Yeah, They're like, is it is it Money Inc.? Is it... <laughs> The Nasty Boys and the Beverly Brothers in High Energy is like, <laughs> wait a minute, uh, what are we doing? We're, we're here. <laughs> we hook McGill's leg. We tie him up to the ropes. We do all that horse shit. And then we get a Survivor Series promo. Yeah, I thought that was kind of neat with the Survivor Series logo. And no tour. We are going right into the next pay-per-view. Yeah, they are starting to push Survivor Series right away. I mean, they, they did about... Three weeks of fallout from SummerSlam. Yeah, but it was fallout from SummerSlam. It wasn't promoting a new summer tour. No, no. Because after WrestleMania, like everybody's getting electrocuted. People are getting yeah. their shit stolen. Here, it's what happened at the last pay-per-view. Here's the next pay-per-view. Yeah, well, that's kind of what we figured because yeah. the turnaround was so much quicker on this. From WrestleMania to SummerSlam, we had four months. From SummerSlam to Survivor Series, we've got... Two and a half. Rumble's going to be even quicker because Rumble is yeah. usually January. 
and this is the end of november so you got Mm -hmm. basically december and rumble's gonna be like right after that and then i guess there wasn't a king of the ring yet no king of the ring they're still only on the big four i think at this point yeah and king was after wrestlemania yeah definitely after We get Sean Mooney. We do get Mooney in the event center, and we go right into a big boss man promo. This is the same one. This is word for word a same one. This is the same clip they used last time we saw it. Yeah, boss man just yelling at the screen, talking about how he's the law and order of the WWF, and he's going to take out the trash that is nails. Yeah, nothing beat his return promo. That was the best boss man promo of all time. Yeah, he hit the climax at that one. Now he's just coming down slow. Like they had F. Scott Fitzgerald for a week. Yes. And they're like, can you write a promo for this cop guy? He got his ass kicked (laughs) by a convict. You can beat me, but you did not break me because you can't break the law <laughs> boom. boom and then he Drop retires the like, i'm never gonna write anything better than that and that's nope. it and then he goes and gets another job that's yeah great line all he's got and papa shango gives us a poem yeah i curse you from the east and from the west he's he's using a compass in this one <laughs> yes he, he gets the wind from the south he's turning everybody in the wwf into zombies yes I was trying to think of when did the serpent and the rainbow come out? I thought it was early nineties. Eighty eight. Okay. If that was a little bit closer to this, he would have been like getting a lot of his ideas and stuff from that movie. Cause that was all about voodoo and zombification and all this kind of stuff. I don't think Vince knew serpent and the rainbow because he's always 10 years behind the, the curve. Yeah. This is the voodoo man from live and let die. Oh, okay. Yeah. There he is. Yeah. Which is where I think they got Papa Shango from, because gotcha. it's the guy who played Punjab in Annie. Oh, yeah. Dressed yeah. up as the voodoo man. That's and he right. looks exactly like Papa Shango. Yeah. So I think that's where they ripped this off. They even have the f-ing snake, <laughs> the whole bit. All right. There wasn't much, so much Serpent of the Rainbow, but more James Bond. That would make sense. I don't think Vince would have ever seen Serpent of the Rainbow. Yeah. Vince knows all the 007 movies, I'm sure. Uh, yeah, I, think, I bet he wants to be James Bond. Yeah. So he goes, maybe Brett wants to face Papa Shango. Brett <laughs> does not want to face Papa Shango. No, Brett is so over this whole feud that's not even a feud yet. He's like, well, let's just move past this. Yeah, make me champ, please. I, I, me I don't want to be spitting anything out of me. Yeah, he's like, I'm not going to react to the voodoo. I'm not going to be lit on fire. No. Can you imagine if they lit Bret Hart on fire, like his hair would go up like, like a Roman candle. Easily. Easily. We have a cut to a kid holding a Macho Man figure. It's actually a Macho King figure because I actually had yeah. this. Macho Man used to have the uh, the Terminator sunglasses, the gargoyles. Yeah, the big visor-like glasses. And yeah. um, this action figure had a crown. I had this one, and it had, okay. it, you could twist it backwards, and he'd do like a clothesline. Oh, nice. Yeah, and he was always cocked with his elbow, so he could even do the flying elbow with him. That was a good action figure. Yeah. And the always be closing of this thing is they go to a video of last year's Survivor Series available yeah. on video. Always be closing. And I understand because we're getting towards Survivor Series, but what does showing a video clip of last year's Survivor Series have to do anything with this year's Survivor Series or just leading up to it? I don't know. And they also picked like the dumbest clip. Like they showed Flair does his flare flop over the top rope. 
Mm -hmm. and is outside of the ring. Everybody else that's in the Survivor Series match is fighting each other for no reason in the ring, and the ref can't get control of the bout, so he disqualifies everybody. Yeah, except for Flair because he was asked over. He was thrown out the other side, and was not part of that. That didn't make sense. (laughs) I missed that Survivor Series, and I'm kind of glad I did because I would have been pissed if I watched that ending. They don't show the Undertaker beating Hogan for the title. No, which also had a flare interference. You want to put flare in there? They could have shown the gobbledygooker, I guess. <laughs> uh, the gobbledygooker was, was that, that, that year? I think it was 90, 91 Survivor was Series 91. was the gobbledygooker. Yeah, and we were all Chavo pissed. Guerrero. If, yeah, it may have oh, been ninety, goodness. but I think it was ninety one. Was the gobbledygooker? Oh my goodness! I think really disappointed. But yeah, they show that thing. Half the guys aren't even wrestling in the Federation anymore. You're right. That would not make me want to go buy the video. Not at all. Not at all. We got the color coordinated tag team champions, the yep. uh, natural disaster. Natural disasters are going to go up against Bob Bradley, who has 71 television matches. And he looks like a wrestler. He's a real deal. And the ultimate of red tights, as always, Barry Harwitz is in the room. Bow to the awesomeness. Yes, the patron saint of red tights. <laughs> yes, he is. <laughs> saint Harwitz. Saint Harwitz. Yes. <laughs> Holy Jersey hair from the chicks in the audience. Oh my God. There were tons. You had Holy Jersey hair. I had Holy nineties mom. She had the hair. She the giant had the glasses. giant glasses. Yeah. She looked like an early nineties SNL character. Yeah. Like a parody of someone in the nineties. Yes. But she was not. She no. was her own self and she was loving her some natural disasters. Tugboat is having a blast. He is so happy. Oh yeah. <laughs> He's laughing it off. He's a champion, man. He's enjoying this. Barry is so good, he's wasted as a red tight. Yeah. He's in great shape. He's mm-hmm. tall. He's got a whole act going. He interacts with the crowd. Like, what mm-hmm. else do you want from Barry? I feel like if he's going to stay a red tight, he should be the one that's like showing the other red tights. This is how you do it. Yeah. He's like backstage. He should be the teacher for the red tights. At least promote him like that one step above red tight where you lose all the time. Like, make him Skinner. Yeah. Yeah. He doesn't win, no, but he's Skinner. Skinner. Win. He's not squash guy. Hartz has the whole thing going on with his jacket, giving himself on the pat on the back as always. That's what makes him the patron saint of red tights right there. He bought gear. He did. He had some good gear. Harwood starts the match off with Typhoon and Harwood decides to pose with Typhoon and Typhoon, of course, shows him his guns. I don't know if that's what you want to call it. Harwood tries to grab and then we go immediately into the nose cell. Typhoon just nose sells everything from this point on. They do this, this test of strength where he's mm-hmm. teasing Horowitz. Horowitz puts up his right hand. Yeah. And Tugboat puts up his right hand, which is on Horowitz's left. He's like, no, yes. no, the other hand. So he gets the <laughs> other hand. And like they're doing, like it's a comedy bit. Yeah. And then they finally do the test of strength where they grab each other's hands after the typhoon's done fucking with him. Yeah. And Horowitz immediately goes down. Like, oh, yeah. It's bad idea. Horowitz is done. Horowitz goes all the way down and Typhoon stomps on his hand while he's down on the ground. So lots of theatrics here at the very beginning, which you can only do with the Horowitz. You could. Like, Horowitz was Al Snow before Al Snow. Yeah. We get a picture in picture of Money, Inc. And for some reason, Jimmy Hart. This starts to further the storyline of who is the number one contenders for the tag team championships of course with jimmy hart just because in the back saying that money inc will be the champs again 
they're doing a lot of comedy things with the no selling and the test mm-hmm. of strength and tugboat just looks like he's smiling the entire match oh, yeah. vince doesn't sound like he's thrilled about the way they wrestle matches i don't think he wants comedy champions out of these two big monsters i think he wants monster champions out of these two big monsters because his commentary sounds like he's not happy maybe he should listen to his audience a little bit more though because they're getting the pops they know how to sell to the crowd the crowd seems to like them as chance so i don't know I think they're great. Tugboat does a snap suplex that's amazing. He moves. And I think John Tentham, I don't know if he gets hurt or if he's just getting old, but Tugboat really does 90% of the work. We get uh, Bob Bradley in here. He's doing the Kirk two-handed punch thing. (laughs) He's Star Trek fighting in this match. Yeah, he gets nothing. It's all still no selling. There's no squishing. They didn't do the corner squishes. No, they did not do the corner squish this time. But remember when we were talking how like some red tights get better respect than others? Like uh, mm-hmm. when you had the killer bees in there. Oh yeah, they, B. Brian Blair. B. Brian Blair never got hit. No, it was always whatever loser partner he had. They respected the shit out of out of them. These guys, yeah. I think, you know, maybe maybe we're not going to just squish him in the corner. Maybe we'll have some fun with them and do some comedy bits. They were easy on them as far as, like, what they're going to do to them. You know, they didn't want to do that to Horowitz. Nobody puts Horowitz in the corner. <laughs> mean Gene is looking for, some reason, Jimmy Hart. This is, once again, furthering our favorite story right now. Jimmy Hart coming out of the men's bathroom... Yeah, I guess because he was changing his jacket. He had his Money Inc. jacket on. He had his Nasty Boys jacket in his hands. And it's who is the number one contenders. And of course, Jimmy's avoiding the question as much as possible. Yeah, he says they're both number one. Yes. Um, Yeah, they're ahead of their time. Everybody gets a trophy. You're all number one (laughs) in my book. You're all the greatest. Yeah, we're just going to give everybody belts. Yes, everybody gets t-shirts and belts. Yes. To get away from the questions, Jimmy runs back into the bathroom and yeah. Gene follows him with a microphone. <laughs> and I'm like, please That's cut out of this segment. <laughs> please. I don't need the mic. Cut that mic. Yeah. Cut that mic. God damn it. Kill the mic. <laughs> please. Perfect. Like that. Let it go. Let's just find out where this goes. <laughs> what would have made it even better? Nails goes in. Okay. <laughs> with a bar of soap <laughs> we get ross russ greenberg in the ring versus the model rick martell mm-hmm. before we even start the match then we get the model coming down in his tennis gear mm-hmm. uh, there's some early 90s references to tennis stars here what, this, when does the model do a strip a, show that's new before the wrestling he's in these little like, oh, oh the disrobing and yeah he's doing a strip tease Yes. Yeah. He's taking his time. And you know. Shawn Michaels is like, what the frig, man? <laughs> That's my thing. That's my thing. You're a model. I'm the, I'm the stripper. I'm yes. the boy toy. You're the model. Well, we got some dude out in the audience with a 3.2 sign. <laughs> yeah, that's great. Like, really? like, he knew it was coming. He knew the strip team was coming. He the he, model. And he's ready with the judging yeah. sign. His wife has a zero. <laughs> no, come on. <laughs> if you look at the guy holding the 3.2 sign... And you're looking yeah. at his wife. The husband's got to be in negative numbers if she's giving Martell a zero. <laughs> Ouch. We get some good wrestling to start this match. Uh, a little bit of back and forth. Greenberg has some has some go in him. Russ and, uh, Russ and the model are so oiled up. I said there's more oil in the ring than the deep water horizon. 
<laughs> Look at these Ooh. guys. Just oozing machismo. They're, they're oozing. What, they're gushing actual... It's like birds caught in them. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> Greenpeace is out there trying to, like, wash them off. And... <laughs> But this is probably the best match of the night. I love um, how the ego character gets a picture in picture of himself. Of course. It should always be the model talking about the model during a model match. That's the ultimate bad guy move is just to talk about yourself while you are on the screen. Yeah, it's doubly annoying for the people at home. Like you're already like, oh, I hate him. He's such an asshole. Yeah. And then up he comes again. He's, He's like, there again. <laughs> <just> like, <laughs> double down Damn on it. the douche. Yeah. And and it's not even like a real promo. Once again, he's not like really talking about it with anybody. He's just saying how all the fashion designers are calling him. So yeah, the model yeah. puts on a good match and is talking about himself, but you know, he's not fighting Sean anymore. He's not fighting he's not fighting Tataka. He's not fighting anybody. Nobody. We're in the event center again. Mm-hmm. For a skinner promo. Yeah, there's this is this doesn't go anywhere. We've got Skinner promo. I just have written down, hey, remember me? <laughs> He's talking I, about a uh, very topical Hurricane Andrew. Hurricane Andrew. Yeah, which would have been 92, so that makes sense. Which put Skinner in a bad mood. And when Skinner's in a bad mood, he takes it out on people. That's right. I just wrote Apparently. Skinner, lots of coke. <laughs> and then there's a hurricane and, and, and alligators started running and then snakes <laughs> like hallucinating I saw a cow yeah. I saw a cow yeah. Helen well, Hunt Ellie. was was, was in, a, in a car with the guy who, who's not the president from ID4 he's the other guy from Aliens but they have similar names he was in there with Big Love and they're driving around <laughs> I kept saying Lone Star Lone Star <laughs> no, that's the other guy Oh, damn it. Not Bull Pullman, Bill Paxton. Bill Paxton and Pullman. Damn it. So we get to the Bret Hart promo, and you can just tell that he is so annoyed that he has to do a program with Shango. He's like, dude, you just took the IC title off me. That should, you know, secure that I'm ready for the, the WWF title. Why do I have to play voodoo doll with Shango? <laughs> I think Vince really is still trying to look for Hogan, too. And when Warrior Flakes and he's had Brett be Mr. Reliable forever and he's being sued by the yeah. government for having like these overinflated Zeppelin dudes. Yeah. Like maybe he needed a smaller dude. Maybe that was someone different. Yeah. Or Backlund. Every once in a while you get into these ditches where he's trying to find his champion. He's trying to find himself. That's We're done. The the show. We are at the end here. Yeah. Did you like the episode then? Um, I did, actually, because I think, uh, as we said, we had some really good red tights in this one and a couple of really good matches. I enjoyed the uh, Rick Martel match, Mm -hmm. and I actually enjoyed the Repo match. Really? I did. I I like this show, but it wasn't for any of the stars. No. I was happy to see the red tights we got. Yeah. We had some Um, really good red tights. Horowitz looks like a star to me. Mm Mm-hmm. Gil sold his ass off. If you can make Crush look good, you're a yeah. genius. <laughs> the fuck? Gilbert taking that shot. Gilbert's probably my red tight of the night because he takes yeah. that shot, an uppercut from Crush that knocks him over the top rope onto the floor, and then he sells the from the floor over the top rope back in. Mm-hmm. I I have a new awesome. respect for for Dwayne Gill because I, you know, we've said many times I didn't really watch at this point, so I didn't really know who 
Dwayne Gill was until he became Gilbert. And you didn't get the point, joke. You just yeah. thought it was like a, like a bad impersonation. Yeah. And then it was just a comedy act at that point. But, you know, I've been able to really appreciate what he did as just a regular wrestler and as a, as a red tight uh, during this whole era. So I have a newfound respect for Dwayne Gale. Mm-hmm. The soap opera thing, the thing that you would have been sad to have missed was mm-hmm. probably the return of Backlund. You're like, oh, Backlund returns on this show. Like, yeah. Like the thing that makes this show more special than any other superstars. Well, they get Backlund coming back, and then they're also teasing an announcement for the main event of Survivor Series, which I would only assume is going to be the Ultimate Maniacs versus Flair and Perfect. Yes. No. Uh, Flair, it's going to be Flair and Razor. Oh, Flair and Razor. Okay, so it would have been Flair and Razor. Perfect still semi-retired right now and has to like yeah. come out of semi-retirement to replace the yeah. Warrior. So um, we're looking at October 3rd here. Mm-hmm. Uh, Survivor Series happens on Thanksgiving Eve. Right. So, yeah, all of that, like the, the turn of Perfect and the turn of, I would think, the Nasty Boys, too, should be coming soon. Yeah, the turn of Perfect... It's just a couple weeks before the event. It was like a last minute change. Yeah. Because I remember all the promotional materials had Warrior. One of the weirder things historically, Flair is about ready to cough the title up and Brett's going to be champ because rumor has it, Flair's told the story. He said that Vince came to him and said, we're going to start with the youth movement. So you can stay and you can get your WWF paycheck, but you're going to be losing to younger talent or you can try to go back to WCW. Mm-hmm. and he chose to go back yeah we know how that went <laughs> but we're going with a youth movement rick and i'm bringing 43 year old bob backland <laughs> bob backland yeah <laughs> like, doesn't make any sense no it probably how bret hart felt in 96 where it's like we don't have any money for your contract but we got this brinks truck here for mike tyson <laughs> who's not gonna do shit ever yeah he's gonna rip open his shirt and it's gonna say dx he's gonna rip it open again and it's gonna say austin 316 and we're gonna pay him a mega ton worth of money to do that <laughs> that's it there's gotta be thinking that like I'm too old, and you brought Backlund's ass in? <laughs> like, yeah. How, how old is Flair at this point? In 92, Flair would have been... Like 41 to 3. 43. Yeah, so he's the same age as Backlund. Same age as Backlund? He's the same ex- exact age. <laughs> that doesn't make sense. What the hell, Vince? I'm Ric Flair. He's going to pick Backlund over Flair. Get the hell out of here. That doesn't make any sense. <laughs> no, it's stupid. Oh, goodness. Oh, well. Well... We will see what happens next week when we get Bret Hart, Hmm. Razor Ramon. Again. Kamala. Yeah. Yeah. Razor Ramon will be back. Kamala will be in action. Nails again. That's stupid. Back-to-back nails. Back-to-back nails. Try again. God damn it. (laughs) The announcement for the main event of Survivor Series. That's That's cool. That's why we have to watch right there. Yeah, they did that with SummerSlam. They had the SummerSlam is going to be coming from in England. Next week, we're going to tell you who's the main event. Mm-hmm. And then they kept on adding matches to the card. And these matches are going to be teams, so it's going to be cool. Yeah. All right. Yeah. Excellent. Sayonara, Undertaker. Sayonara, Undertaker. Shawn Michaels uh, wasn't even on the show, but he apparently <laughs> left the building. How did he get out? No one leaves Hershey alive. <laughs> yes, he left the building like three weeks ago. He's the <laughs> only one that got out. <laughs>